Welcome to Senior Connect, a podcast by Ogra. In this episode of Shannon's Sunshine Share, Shannon Regless explains how safety is maintained for clients and staff at an assisted living facility, and offers tips you can use at home. Hi everybody, good afternoon. Um, it is Tuesday. Welcome to Shannon's Sunshine Share, um, live from the Lantern of Madison. So I want to thank you all for tuning in today. We have some important things to talk about. So let's talk about what is on all of our minds. Let's talk about COVID, COVID COVID-19. We have been through so much, um, not only, I mean the whole world um, in the past few months, and we have had to adapt and make changes and make decisions that I don't think any of us um, would ever have to face. I mean, who would have thought we, we would have ever seen anything like this in our lifetime? So I wanted to take some time and talk to you a little bit about what the Lantern is doing as an organization to keep our clients and our staff safe um, during the pandemic. So um, there's lots of conflicting information in the news. It seems like we're hearing new things every single day. Um, So we have to be really careful about where we get our sources from. So we have worked really closely with the Centers for Disease Control um, and our local health departments to make sure that we have the most up-to-date information on what we need to be doing to keep everyone safe. So um, I want to start with this. So this is our coronavirus policy and procedure manual. Um, It is humongous. Um, So this is all data and information, policies and procedures that we've collected and developed over the past few months. So this is what we live by now. Um, We have to um, make sure that, again, we are doing everything in our power to keep everyone safe. So let me start off by saying I am floored. Um, by how well our staff um, has adapted to all of the changes that are coming almost daily so quickly. These guys have jumped in, um, they're on board, they, they love our clients, they love their coworkers, they wanna make sure that they're doing everything that they can do to keep this out of our building. So far, um, we have not had any cases of COVID in any of our communities. Um, our CEO, Jean McKesh, has been very proactive. Um, we're really trying to stay 10 steps ahead of um, you know, the information that we're getting, um, the protocols that we need to, to get in place to make sure we're safe. Um, so when this first started, you know there was limited access to personal protective equipment. Uh, mask, gowns, um, those types of things. So that that was a little scary. Um, again, we never, as a nation, never would have imagined that we would that those types of supplies would be short. Um, so moving forward, um, we were able to get our personal protective equipment. Our CEO was diligent in making sure that he got us access to that equipment as soon as possible. Um, taking a step back again, we had there were shortages in certain types of foods. Um, so, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, our dietary department and what they are doing um, 
to help with our coronavirus prevention plan. But our dietary staff, our dietary manager, um, Dawn Jane here in Madison was amazing. She was right on it. Um, we ordered an emergency supply of, of food and supplies for the kitchen um, at the beginning of the pandemic, just to make sure that we had everything that we could possibly need stocked um, for our clients. So, um, but now, you know, those things are a little bit easier for us to get our hands on um, because people aren't out there you know, buying up all the toilet paper, buying up all the meat. Um, I think people have kind of calmed down um, on that. So those things are a little bit easier for us to get a hold of. So let me start off by telling you about some of the things we're doing in our communities. And this is universal throughout all of our three communities. So for our staff, before they can come into the building, there is a sanitizing mat outside of the door before they even come into the building. They um, have access to one entrance and one exit um, to get in and out of the building at this point. Of course, we do have emergency exits and such, but um, we have our sanitizing station set up right before the employees come in, our sanitizing mat to clean our shoes, sanitizing station for our hands, we have supplies there to wipe down our bags, to Lysol, our, our book bags or work bags, whatever we're bringing into the building um, to make sure those are all wiped down and sanitized. There is a self-screening tool right there at the time clock with um, questions about um, any symptoms you may be experiencing um, and also a place to check your temperature and to log that temperature. Um, so any temperatures over 100 degrees cannot come in the building. Um, in addition to that self-check station, um, we do require that our staff is checking their temperature every two hours throughout the day and logging that. So we do have a log book of um, checking temperatures for the staff. We've installed hand sanitizing stations throughout the building. So as you walk around the building, you will see the Purell stations set up. Um, there's access to thermometers multiple places in the building as well. Um, and our outside providers do have to follow the same protocol, but they are actually checked in by our front office staff. So the front office staff does the screening with them, checks their temperature, um, make sure they're sanitized, any supplies they're you know, bringing in, everything sanitized and safe to come in. Um, our front office staff is phenomenal. They're making sure every single thing that comes into this building, whether it be mail, packages, deliveries, everything is sanitized before it is brought into the building and brought down to the client's apartment or to your loved one's apartment. Um, in addition to um, the staff procedures, we do have a double mask policy. So any staff that is in contact with clients directly, so nurses, caregivers, um, dietary, um, uh, the cooks, the dietary aides, um, are all required to wear a surgical mask and a, and a cloth mask um, to cut down on the, um, the, you know, the probability that any droplets would be exposed. Um, so we do have uh, the double mask procedure in place for any staff who is in direct contact with the clients. So let's talk a little bit about our different departments. And, and again, it, it could take me all day to go through this with you. So I just want to give you some of the tidbits of, of what the different departments have, have put in place. 
um, to prevent coronavirus from entering our building. So our, our dietary department, all of our meals, so communal dining has been discontinued um, since, um, since March. Um, so the first news that we got of COVID was like, you guys got to, you know, we have to social distance, right? So we started to serve meals within the apartments. Um, so all of our meals are served with disposable dishware. Um, the meals are passed in, in sections of the building so that we can maintain food safety guidelines, um, make sure that the food is served nice and hot. Um, so the dietary department has done amazing. And then of course, all the other departments are also assisting in passing those trays, um, the drinks, um, the snacks throughout the day. Um, so that everybody, like I said, is getting their food nice and hot and fresh. Um, the, any um, surfaces, so the carts that we deliver the meals on, are sanitized before and after each meal, any high touch surfaces. Um, we are passing snacks and hydration between meals, of course, as well. And again, those um, um, carts that we're using to travel throughout the building are sanitized several times a day. Um, we have discontinued the use of our bistros, um, which is, was kind of areas throughout the building that we had snacks and hydration stations set up um, because we don't want people congregating. So instead, we're actually providing those services right within the apartment. So those are some of the things that, that our um, kitchen staff has put into place um, to help with safety. Um, let's talk about activities. So we know how important social engagement and activities are. Um, so Patty Spencer and our activity staff have done a phenomenal job kind of revamping the way activities work throughout the past few months. So they have put together individual activities packages for the clients based on what types of things interest them. So, you know, when people move in, we actually get to know what they like, what they don't like, what their interests are, so that we know how to best serve them, how to give them the best care, how to make sure that they have um, purposeful things that keep them engaged. Um, so that's one thing we've done. We've gone to one-on-one -on -one, um, personal visits for activities. So our activity staff um, will go one-on-one -on -one within the apartments and spend time with each client, um, just engaging with them, making sure that they have that they have lots to do, things to keep them engaged, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, we do have some group activities going on, but of course we're respect, respecting social distancing. So those are things like bingo, live entertainment, um, those types of things. So, you know, we're very careful to keep everyone six feet apart. Um, and our activity staff's done an amazing job of structuring those types of activities as well. Um, and they've also really jumped in acting as a support staff um, for the caregivers and the nurses. Um, so they've done an absolutely phenomenal job. And again, they're sanitizing high-touch services that they utilize multiple times throughout the day as well. Um, environmental services. So Mark, Zorik, and Don Dale and their team, um, they, I mean, they've already um, gone above and beyond 
in non-COVID times to make sure that our buildings are clean, um, everything is working properly, everything is safe, but they have ramped it up. I mean, they are sanitizing high-touch surfaces multiple times a day. Um, that includes handrails throughout the buildings, doorknobs, um, you know, any, any, any table surfaces, any high-touch surfaces, the staff is, is um, sanitizing those multiple times a day. Um, they are making sure that we have an adequate amount um, and, and the correct supplies of cleaning and sanitation supplies. So they're keeping an eye on our, our stock of that, making sure we have everything that we need to keep germs um, off of those high touch surfaces. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about the admissions process with COVID um, a little bit later in this broadcast, but the environmental services team has been a huge asset. Um, for helping us with folks who are moving in. And like I, I said, we will talk a little bit more about that um, later on in the broadcast. Our nursing and caregiver staff. Um, so those are the staff that are spending that one-on-one -on -one time with the clients on a daily basis. Um, so they are assisting with uh, routine temperature checks and symptom monitoring for our clients. Um, they have recent, so we recently have um, COVID tests that we can perform here in-house. Um, we were able to um, get some of those tests and partner with a lab so that we can perform the test if needed. Um, and the nursing staff has been trained on that. So that's wonderful. We don't have to have an outside provider or have someone go out um, if, if and when we need to give a test. Um, we also have a partnership with the COVID response team at Lake Health um, so that all we have to do is, is if we have, if we happen to have someone who was symptomatic, um, pick up the phone, they will come out that same day um, and follow all the protocols that they have to make sure that that client is safely tested. Um, our, our nursing and caregiver staff have been trained on um, quarantine policies and procedures. Um, you know, safety uh, and those types of things. So it's very, very important. Um, they've also been a huge part in making sure that we have the personal protective equipment supplies that we need um, as we continue to utilize the masks and the gowns um, for any situations that might arise. Um, they are, um, Jen Carp and her staff um, has been keeping an eye on that, making sure that we are well stocked for all of our personal protective equipment. Um, and so we recently started, um, we had a long stretch there where we had no visitation at all. Um, we quickly were able to set up Skype account for our family members to be able to call in and Skype with their loved ones on um, a mobile tablet that we have. So that was huge. Um, being able to actually see your loved one and talk to them and know they're okay, um, see their face and you know see them in their apartment doing their day-to-day -day things um, has, has been really great and really, really powerful for our clients who are used to being able to have visitors or used to being able to go out for lunch with their family. Um, they haven't been able to do that. So the utilization of Skype has been huge um, has, and has worked out quite well. So recently, within the past few weeks, we did start outdoor visitation. 
Um, so that is a, a, a large chunk here of our um, coronavirus um, policies and procedures binder. Um, so our front office staff is responsible for scheduling the Skype visits and the outdoor visits. So all of those visits get scheduled through, through, through the front desk. Anything that has to do with loved ones visiting, our front office staff handles that portion. So they will schedule the visit, they will screen you when you arrive outside, they will check your temperature, they will give you personal protective equipment, and they will guide you to our visitation area out in the front of our building. Um, we have a beautiful gazebo, and Mark and his staff have set up an amazing um, area outside um, that is safe. We have a table and some plexiglass, but again, maintaining that social distancing. Um, so Joyce and Kathy will guide the family members out there and make sure that they are all set to go. And then our direct care staff, our caregivers and nurses will manage anything that has to do with that visit with our clients. So they will actually bring the client outside and they will bring them back inside when the visit's over. Um, so that has so far been working out great and visitation has been booming. Um, we're super excited to be able to allow um, our families and their loved ones to finally see each other face to face um, because it has been so long. Um, since they were able to do that. So that is going well. Um, if you are a loved one and you want to schedule a visit, you can call at 440-428-2664 um, and talk with Joyce or Kathy and they'll be happy to walk you through that. So I've gotten a lot of calls about uh, um, if we're, are we accepting new clients? Um, just because we're in, in the middle of a pandemic does not mean that people don't need care, you know, they still, um, you know, need assistance. And so we have worked really hard to develop a policy and procedure that makes it as safe as possible for us to be able to allow new people to move in. Um, and um, so again, huge chunk of this, but let me just kind of give you a little bit of information in regards to new admissions. So since we are able to test for COVID now in-house, so what we did is we set up um, a special unit within our building for um, people when they are first moving in. So it's an area that's kind of blocked off from the rest of the clients that live here um, safely, um, that's still, of course, monitored by staff. But when someone new moves in, um, if they are not able to obtain a COVID test prior to admission, um, once um, once um, I have worked with the client and the family and gotten all of the information in regards to admission that we need, once I've connected with the physicians and made sure we have we had everything clear on that end, um, when someone moves in, they will move into a temporary apartment um, and they will be tested uh, for COVID on day one. Um, and then they will be retested for COVID on day 12. After two negative COVID tests, um, we are safe to allow the new client to engage in some of the group activities that we have going on throughout the building. But until that time, um, everything will be, um, uh, everything, the client will have assistance with everything they need within their apartment for the first two to three weeks. Like I said, until we get that negative COVID test. So the staff will be checking in with them very, very frequently, at least every two hours around the clock. They have an emergency call button 
that they can use to call for assistance in between those times. Um, we, are, of course, are, are um, bringing all of the meals for room service, um, snacks, hydration, um, again, one-on-one -on -one visits for socialization and activities. Um, we're able to set family members up with Skype very early on so that, that you know, you can call in and check and see how things are going when your loved one first moves in. And then, of course, I'm, your, uh, I'm also a direct contact for you um, to be able to kind of walk you through how things are going and kind of help to be your eyes and ears since you can't come into the building. So after the first two to three weeks, after we have negative COVID testing, um, we can start setting up outdoor visitation for you to come and see your loved one. And I know that's a fear that a lot of people have right now when they're making the decision to um, move into assisted living is, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to drop my wife off and then I'm not gonna be able to see her for how, how long, I don't know. Um, and that's very scary and, and we completely understand that. So we're trying to do everything in our power to make sure that you stay connected to your loved ones after they move in and again, we are, you know, I always have my phone on me. The nursing staff is here 24 seven. You always have a way to get a hold of us. Um, and so, and, and again, there's lots of more details that I could go over with you um, if you have any other questions. And I see some questions coming in and unfortunately the iPad is a little far away from me. I might need some glasses. So I'll make sure that I get to all of your questions. But I wanted to, to just kind of give you some important bits and pieces of what we are doing to keep everyone safe um, and how we have adapted um, to all the changes that have been going on. And like I said, I'm amazed um, with how well everyone has adapted and how fast we're able to implement these new policies and procedures and changes. Um, and like I said, sometimes things are changing daily and, we, and we've kind of learn to um, adapt quickly. And I'm super proud of that. Um, it's important to have a strong team of people um, who communicate very well when you're going through something like this. So we have all learned valuable life lessons while going through this process. But our number one concern is the safety and well-being of our clients and our staff. Um, and in all aspects of life and making sure that our families feel feel safe and trust us and feel comfortable with what's going on um, and so we're always here we're always here to talk with you on the phone um, we can set up an outside visit with you if you um, want to sit down and talk face to face and go over things um, you know nothing is off the table as long as it's safe um, we are certainly willing to work with you on that. So um, if you guys have any questions, you can always reach out to us directly um, at 440-428-2664. Um, there's lots of information on our website in regards to our COVID-19 policies and procedures, and that's www.lanternlifestyle.com. Um, our policies and procedures are listed right there um, on the first page of the website um, under the COVID-19 tab. And I just want to thank everyone for all of their support um, for our staff and our clients throughout this these challenging times. Um, our our outside providers have been absolutely amazing and supportive, and we and we thank our doctors and our nurses, our hospice providers, um, so much for continuing to provide our clients with the best care possible. Um, and 
for keeping that open line of communication with us. So um, thank you so much for tuning in. We have some exciting um, uh, broadcasts coming up over the next few weeks. So I hope that you'll tune in with me Tuesdays at two for Shannon Sunshine Share. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit us at www.okra.com for more great content.